0: There's a podcast that I'm a fan of, and it's called Ways to Change the World. It's hosted by a guy called Murthy. Uh, you might recognize him. He's an Indian-looking dude from uh, Channel 4. English dude. Really, really good podcast. Highly recommend it. Your man's a cool dude. Now, I don't listen to every episode, but I certainly do keep a relatively close eye on it from time to time just to see who's been on and the idea being to give it a listen. Because, as the name might suggest, Ways to Change the World He gets people on, chats to them for, I don't know, half an hour, 45 minutes, and they're typically an expert in their field, and the the last question that he asks is, you know, if you could snap your fingers, what would you do to to change the world? And it's just, I just really like it, I think it's a great show. His most recent one was with a guy called Dale Vince, an incredibly interesting character. Mad cunt, he, Jesus, I think he lived in a van for like 10 years, and uh, is as off the lead as they come, basically. Ended up setting up an, a clean energy company and made like massive money out of it, like millions, I think. I think he set up a vegan football club. I think that's another one of the things that he set up. He made a documentary, that's why he had him on. There's a documentary on Netflix, apparently, called Seaspiracy. I haven't seen it now, but I would imagine it's about um, basically how we're unsustainably ruining our oceans. Um, now, again, I haven't seen it, so I don't want to even mention it. But look, he's, do- he's done that. He also has created a company that extracts carbon from the atmosphere and traps it in diamond form. He is literally making man-made diamonds from atmospheric carbon. So he's reducing the amount of carbon in the atmosphere, which is great to combat uh, climate change. And not only is he just taking it out and having to store it somewhere, but he's permanently storing it. He's, encaps- he's, he's literally creating diamonds from the air. I think his company's called Sky Diamonds. Just an incredible character. He's an all-left guy, a huge, big socialist dude. And uh, what I love about him is he's not just all-talk, because a lot of people who are on what I would call the all-left, people who don't have a conservative bone in their bodies, they tend to be furiously progressive, but also completely incompetent. This guy, on the other hand, he's what I describe as a progressive... Sorry, as a pragmatic progressive. A pragmatic progressive. He is actually willing, ready, able and capable to enact change now. And by doing something himself, not recommending other people should do this, not telling the world that the world is on fire and we, we have to do something, guys. We have to do something. He's not on about that. He's busy doing the things that he thinks need doing. And there's just something about that that just... I just empty all the respect that I could possibly conjure onto him for that. I think he's an absolute legend. But anyway, I digress. I sent a message to a friend of mine to say, well, lad, there's a guy, Dale Vince, I'm just after finding out about him on this podcast. I reckon you should check it out. And that was a couple of days ago. And he texted me back there just a few minutes ago, basically saying, yeah, I listened to it, really enjoyed it. But can you explain this for me? He's talking about how you shouldn't eat meat and how commercial meat is ruining the world, basically. And you sent this on to me. Presumably you like this guy, you like the cut of his jib, you like what he's talking about. But how do you reconcile liking all these ideas and being on like a meat only diet? Now he doesn't follow the podcast, but he's heard through the grapevine that I'm eating nothing but meat. And he just can't wrap his head around how I could be so hypocritical, maybe, to be on one hand promoting this guy who thinks we should all be vegans, and on the other hand, literally eating nothing but meat. And he just basically was curious as to what the fuck was that all about? And I was about to start texting him back, and I started to text, and I was like, oh, this is fucking too, way too long a thing to explain in text message form. So I sent him a voice message. And I was like 30 seconds in, I was like, ah, for fuck's sake, I'll be here for the next fucking 45 minutes explaining this to him. And he'll have learned something, but only he'll have learned something. So I said to myself, I might just kill two birds with one stone here and explain from start to finish why I'm going on this carnivore diet and how I can reconcile being a carnivore for the month of April, say, and at the same time, be supportive of somebody who thinks that we should all be vegans. So I have to start from the start. And I have to go back to a, a, a phrase that I'm a massive fan of, increasingly so, which is this idea of hijacking the machinery. Now, my brother added to this, which I, which was a great addition. He said that it should be hijacking the machinery without getting sucked into the engine. Now, I don't want to dwell on the sucked into the engine bit too much right now, because I just want to get the whole hijacking the machinery end of things kind of tucked away. So I'm going to give two very quick examples of people who I consider have quote-unquote hijacked the machinery. Donald Trump would be one. Donald Trump didn't create a new party that rose to power in the States. He hijacked the machinery. There was a political party. It was already there. It had its history. It had its membership. It had everything you could want in a political party. And he just basically said, you know what, I'll sneak in here, I'll become its leader and I'll run the fucking world for a couple of years. And that's what he did. He didn't do anything outside of take over an existing machine in the machinery of the world, the political machinery of the world. He hijacked the machinery, that's the way I I would conceptualise it. Conor McGregor is another man who did something similar. He became one of the most famous people in the world, one of the wealthiest sports people in the world, not by inventing a sport... Not by creating a competition which highlighted the best people in a particular sport. He went into an already existing structure. He hijacked the machinery. He said to himself, you know what? With the existing structures that's in place, what that structure is missing is somebody to just be the be the star. And I can be that star. And he became that star, hijacked the machinery. He didn't, he didn't create... media company to promote himself. He didn't create his own social media platform. He was on YouTube and Facebook and fucking all the other different social media platforms. And he was on all the news channels and he was on all the chat shows. He didn't create any of that. He just hijacked the existing structures, existing structures and machinery in the context of what I'm talking about are synonyms. Okay. So there there are structures or machinery everywhere in life capitalism is is a structure it's 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 machinery and there's, there's 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 as many of them as you can think of there's hundreds of millions of them okay now with human beings we're all very different we're all individuals but let's be real for the most part we're pretty much all the same okay i'm a, a tall strong white dude and i have far more in common with a little fat black woman then I do have differences like th- there's far more crossover than there is difference there because we're fucking humans okay and for the most part for the most part broad sweeping generalisation alert we're all the fucking same you know we all eat and breathe and have anxieties and have fears and have strengths and have weaknesses and have phobias and have all sorts of different things and it's the human condition okay so if you look at the human condition as a structure as, some, as machinery, with a little bit of knowledge, you could, you could potentially hijack this machinery or hack this machinery, okay? Which leads me to the whole dieting thing. So I wasn't happy with my diet. I was drinking ahead of myself, smoking ahead of myself. I was stuffing myself full of processed foods. I was buying meat out of the supermarket and all the rest of it. And I was basically just doing essentially what everybody else in this country is doing and everybody else in the Western world is doing. You're playing your role as the domesticated human and you're just going to the supermarket and you're buying what they're peddling you. And that's basically it. And I wanted to change that. I also am of the opinion that there's no such thing as a sweet tooth. I think that that this idea of having a sweet tooth, that's just a synonym for a sugar addiction. And again, I, I, I need to pull back just a small bit. There are two main fuel sources that a human but that a human being can use to fuel themselves, and that's fat and sugar, okay? You can turn protein into sugar, but we won't go down that road. Broad sweeping generalization alert, there are only two types of fuel that the body can use, and it's either fat or sugar, okay? So just, I just want to parse that for a minute. I'm of the opinion that if you want to get out of the loop of... If you want to, If you want to end your sugar addiction the best way to do that is to go on a fat-only diet for, I don't know, a month or so, okay? So that's part of, of why I'm going on the meat-only diet. Now, the other thing is fad diets. Ask any personal trainer, ask any nutritionist, ask any fucking dietary consultant, ask any Slimming World person, okay? If they tell somebody who has a weight problem that the what they need to do is the need to restrict the amount of calories that they're intaking and maybe up the exercise a little. The idea being that if you have a calorie deficit, you will lose weight. It's, it's, it's a physics thing, okay? It's a fundamental principles thing. If you restrict the amount of calories, if you're taking in less than you're burning, you will lose weight, okay? It's that fucking simple. And everybody knows this. This is no fucking secret. I don't have i I'm not a nutritionist. I haven't done a PhD and discovered this. Everybody has known this for all of time. But you ask any of these people, do people do this when you tell them to? The answer is no. And if you look around the streets today, everybody's fat. Okay, so there's a, there's something going on here. Now, on the contrary, if you tell them to do something else, if you tell them to eat nothing but shakes or liquefied vegetables and nothing else, or just eat broccoli for a month, they'll fucking do it because there's something there's something in our, in our psychological makeup that makes us gravitate to doing something extreme. Maybe it's just having something to talk about. Any crack with you? Oh yeah, I'm on a calorie restricted diet. The idea is that I intake less energy than I, that I, sorry, I'm consuming less energy than I need. Therefore, I'm going to lose fat. That versus, oh yeah, man, I'm actually eating nothing but broccoli for the month. What? Yeah, I'm doing it two weeks, man. I've gotten a fucking savage dose of the Scutters and I'm getting headaches and it's just fucking... It's awful. Jesus Christ. But it, but it's mad that there's something about it. I don't know exactly what it is, but there's something about it. People go on fad diets all the fucking time, even though there's no need. If you just do the whole calorie-restricted thing, you will lose weight. It is that simple, but it's obviously not that fucking simple if so many of us, myself included, try it and it just doesn't work out. So... I said to myself, what if you hijacked this, this, this phenomenon? What if you embraced a fad diet? What if you did something extreme, but, it's, but it was only for a course correction? So my life basically has revolved around stuffing processed foods and complex carbohydrates and simple sugars and all that refined nastiness that we shouldn't have anywhere near ourselves. I've been stuffing that into my face for my entire life. And I now have a sweet tooth or otherwise known as a sugar addiction, okay? How can I take advantage of this this fad thing, this, this compulsion that we have for fad diets? How do I take advantage of that in order to knock me off, myself off my sugar addiction? So I said to myself, well, if you went on a ketogenic diet, which is a fat-based diet, you wouldn't have any sugar and you could at least give your fucking body a month break from it. And I said, that's what I'll do. For the month of April, I'll go on a ketogenic diet. I'll only eat fats. And that will knock me off my sugar addiction in the short term, if nothing else. But then I said to myself, it's not extreme enough for me. It'd be extreme enough for most people. But I've done the ketogenic diet before. So doing something you should have done before is never really that extreme. It wasn't that novel. It wasn't that new. And it, it just didn't interest me as, as much because I kind of knew what to expect because I'd done it before. But then I thought to myself... There's been a lot of talk about this idea of eating nothing but meat and the, I could have done the vegetable ones and I could do I could well eat nothing but vegetables in uh, in the next month. I'm inclined to doubt I'm inclined to doubt that and I'll, I'll cover why and how and my reasons for it in another another time. I just I want to try and encapsulate everything that I'm trying to explain here first. So I decided instead of doing the ketogenic diet, I do nothing but eat meat. For the month of April. The idea being it would knock me off my sugar addiction. It would knock me off that trajectory. And then I'd be able to kind of start afresh. Come the end of the month. And as I said in. uh, I was maybe one or two or three episodes ago. It's called the the carnivore diet update. That episode as I outlined in that. It's been an absolutely transformative experience. It's been absolutely incredible. I have absolutely no intention of continuing it long term. I've gotten to know Keith. My local butcher he's been talking to me about organ meat and the different cuts and I'm going down the rabbit hole of where it comes from, where I should buy it, where I shouldn't buy it and all the rest of it. And when the time comes, I'll get me pig. I'm not going to go into the details of that again, but I have every intention of getting a spring piglet. I only saw them there this morning. So that's very much in the pipeline. And the ultimate goal is uh, to become self-sustainable. It's, it's to become self-sufficient. Self-sufficient in a sustainable way. Not everybody can do it, but I'm not fucking everybody. I'm going to do what I can to improve my life and my family's life. And if that has the the added bonus of being good for the planet, well then fucking happy days. That's a big, giant, massive, juicy cherry on top. And I know I said in the update episode, when it was day 9 or something, I think, Jesus, is today at the 14th. Yeah, I'm halfway through this today. Marks had the halfway point basically. I'm two weeks after eating nothing but meat and eggs. We throw eggs in there. No butter, no dairy, no nothing. Just meat and eggs. And I did say in uh, the carnivore update episode that I was tying with the idea of extending it. And I, I am, and I'm not. I, I want to. I don't know. I might extend it for a week or two, or maybe the next month. We'll see. But the ultimate goal, when I do come off this diet, and I absolutely will, because I think we're omnivores. I think we should be eating meat and, veg- meat and plants. I think we should be eating animals and plants um, based on, just for purely biological reasons. But what I want, what my ultimate goal is, is to have what I'm considering a, a food-only diet. So it would be only plants and animals. There'll be no processed foods. That's what I want. I want to wean myself off, processed foods entirely and anything that's processed i want to make it myself i'm brewing my own wine i want to get into brewing my own weed i already grow my own plants that's on a business end of things where i don't produce my own food at home but i want to become as self-sufficient and sustainable as is humanly possible and this whole carnivore diet thing is for a limited period only it's to knock me off my dependence on sugar and in particular fucking refined carbohydrates which i'm increasingly becoming of the opinion is absolute fucking poison for you and i know that went a bit rambly but i think i covered off most bases uh any questions queries concerns you can contact me on off the leads whatsapp number on 089 47 888 and on that note i'll chat you soon